We are about to begin, begin Simen Tov Kufhei in Hilchas Yantif, the halachas of milking on milking animals on Yantif. Now, uh, as something of a hagdama, there seems to be a major machlokas haposkim what this sugi is all about. Um, we do find uh, we do find the Gemara telling us what is and isn't mutter. The question is what exactly the surim are. The halach is milking a cow on Shabbos. Is also first of all because of the av malacha of of, uh, of dash, meaning the told of mafarek, uh, and that is that a uh, a cow is uh, is solid. When you milk it, you are extracting liquid from it. So you're extracting liquid from solid. That is the malacha of mafarek. You're breaking something down into its components. So long as the cow is there, it is a combination of the two, and essentially solid. And when you remove the liquid, you're breaking it down into the components of solid liquid. Um, that is uh, that. That is the Shabbos halacha. Exactly what the halacha is on Yontif. So there's a big machlokas aposkim. Um, on Yontif we have the added issues of muktzah and nolad. The Mishnabura had brought down that there's a machlokas rishonim just how we hold with regard to muktzah on Yontif. In the Gemara we find the machlokas Reb Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda. As to the definition of muktza, everyone agrees that the concept of muktza applies on Shabbos. However, it is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda that everything is muktza unless we have reason to say that you thought of using it on Yantif or on Shabbos, depending on, on what we're talking about. Whereas according to Reb Shimon, it's only something where the other way around. Everything is called mucha, not muktza, unless we would say that in your mind you were makatzit. In your mind, you decided that you're not going to use it. Um, on Shabbos, we paskin like Reb Shimon, that most things are not muktza. The reason being, because anything that you, even if you didn't uh, explicitly say that you're going to use it for yantif, um, unless we have reason to say that you're makatzit, it, it is not muktza. Um, the question is, how do we paskin on Yantif? What's the difference? We find in the Gemara that, uh, that Rabbi Yudha Nasi wanted to be machmir on Yantif more because uh, people tend to be more kal on Yantif because since Bishal Litzarach Yantif is mutter, they'll find it easier to accidentally do malacha. Therefore, Chazal would want to be machmir on us and, uh, and paskin like Rabbi Yehuda um, as a safeguard to Yantif. Um, so there's a machlokas we shown him. Do we hold of that or not? Now the Mishnah is hachra happens to be that although we don't hold of muktzah on yantif like Rabbi Yehuda, we hold of nolad like Rabbi Yehuda on yantif. What is that? And we discussed this at the beginning of Hilvas Yantif, which we did quite some time before. That is that um, Rabbi Yehuda holds that anything that had one one particular use before yantif. And in the middle of Yantiv, it got switched to a totally different use. That is called Nolad. Whereas Rip Shimon holds that so long as something was usable before Yantiv and is usable on Yantiv, although its use actually switched, we don't call that Nolad. According to Rip Shimon, the only Issamish of Nolad is Nolad Gomer, something that didn't exist before. Whereas in the case of something that existed but had one use and now switched its use, um, there, Rabbi Shimon does not hold its muktza, and Rabbi Yehuda does hold its muktza. Uh, a prime example of that is uh, the bones of uh, of the meat that you ate at the beginning of Yantif. It was all part of your piece of meat and was therefore machal adam. Uh, when you're done eating and you're left with a plate full of bones that is no longer machal adam, it is now machal behema. Rabbi Shimon holds that that is not muktza, that is not nolad. Rabbi Yehuda holds that it is nolad. 
The Mishnaburah paskins that on Yontif it is nolad, even though on Shabbos it is not nolad. Therefore, in cleaning off the plates on Shabbos would not be a problem. On Yontif you, would, you could not do it directly with your hands. You've got to use something else. Uh, that was the way the, uh, the Mishnaburah was machriya. With regard, but it was a machlokas rishonim. With regard to the halachas of Khaliva on Yontif, there are poskim that said that it was also because of muktza or possibly nolad. Let's go into the shitas. To begin with, um, the the Mishnaburah says that there's a din of uh, there's a din of uh, of, uh, of mafarik on Yontif too. How is that? It depends on what kind of cow you're dealing with, and this this we do find in the Gemara already. A cow that is being raised as meat is considered food. A cow that is being raised on a dairy farm for the sake of giving, of giving milk is not food. The cow itself is a live cow. You don't expect to go ahead and shecht it. You want it to stay alive and give you milk. It, therefore, is not a barachila. It's not something meant for eating. So, says the Mishnaburah, a cow would be considered, with regard to the question of food, it would be considered psoles. The milk that you take out of it that is now food is ochel. Separating the milk from the cow, if this is a, a behemoth that is omedas la chaliva, would be an act of mafarik, of removing the milk, the ochel, from the psoles on yantiv, and that would be us. Not so in the case of a cow that is omed l'shchita, there it's considered food, so you don't have this issa. This is uh, this is the, the, the first pshat that the uh, that the um, that the Mishnah Brura uh, starts out with. Um, then he goes on. Now, um, what happens if it's it's omed la'achila? If it's omed la'achila, so then it's not psolis. That means an animal that's, that that you're raising for the sake of shechting. Um, it happens to be a cow, and it gives milk. Uh, until you actually do shecht it, there's no reason you shouldn't use the milk. So what happens if you have this cow that is ready for shrita? Before you shecht it, you'd like to milk it, take its milk. What is the halacha there? So there we would not call it psolas. We said that this is ochel. When you milk it and you extract the milk from it, so what's the problem? It's ochel mitoch ochel. However, the halacha here is that, um, like, like I mentioned before, that the cow is a mixture of ochel and mashke. By milking the cow, you are breaking it down into its components. You are separating the mashke from the mixture of mashke and ochel, and you're left with a cow which is ochel, and the mashke and the milk which is mashke. So that's also because of mafarik. Uh, that is the shita of the gro. There are rishonim that learn pshat that the reason it's oser. Uh, the, the, the Rishonim that learned Pshat that the reason that would be Aser is because of Nolad. Um, and that is that until now it was part of the cow which is Omid Lachila, and which is Omid Lashkita, and now it's being Nolad that you're using it for the sake of drinking. Now, um, the Halachi is that there's a difference between the cow that was Omid Lashkita and the cow that was Omid Lachila. Except that was Omid for Khaliva. A cow that is omed la chaliva, so we already said that that's going to be oser mi'ikar adin because it's ochel mitok psolis. The cow that is omed la chila, there's still a problem, be it a problem of nolad, be it a problem of mafarik according to the gra. 
So this we get in the Gemara, what happens if you're milking the cow and the milk is going into a container that has food in it? So there, if the problem is the mafarik that you're separating mashke from ochel, since the ochel is the, the mashke, the milk is going into food that is mashka habal ochel, and we give it a shame ochel also, and therefore it's like slicing a cow in half. You're taking food from food. According to the pshat that the iser is nolad, the heter is that since it's not behedi, it's not straight out, it's going right into food. We don't call this nolad. Or, if it goes into the food, it used to be food because it was part of an animal that was omed la'achila, and now it's going into food, so again it's food. So it comes out, based on all of this, whichever pshat that you go according to, so far, a cow that is omed la'achaliva, a cow that is a dairy cow, milking it on yontiv is going to be aser, regardless of whether you milk it on its own, or you milk it into a bucket that has food in it. Not so for a cow that is being grown for meat. That cow has a shame ochel. The problem that we're going to run into is a possible nolad or mafarek because the milk is mashke. For that we answer that if I have food in the bucket, it's going to be mutter. So milking a dairy cow is usher under all circumstances. Milking a cow that is being raised for meat will be mutter into food and usher if it's in an empty bucket. That is the way the Mishnah Brewer begins. By the way, the Isser of Khaliva Anyantiv, is this a Daraisa or a Darabana? Ochal Nefesh is mutter on Anyantiv. So if you're milking for the sake of using it on Yantiv itself, why should this not be mutter? The Maisa, the Mishnabur, brings a machlokis, if, if a uh, machlokis rishonim. If milking a cow on yantif for the sake of yantif is an iser daraisa, or it's an iser darabanan, is it one of the malachis that was never hutter even for ochel nefesh? Or is it only yasser midarabanan because minatora, I am preparing for ochel nefesh and it, and it should be mutter? Now we go back to our case of the cow. The Mishnabur says, that although he was talking about the Gra and other Rishonim, Rov Rishonim really have a different shot in the whole thing, and what they say is that a cow that is Omid La'achila, um, La'chaliva, is Muktza altogether. The Bahamian itself is Muktza. The cow is a Balchai. Bishlom, if it was Omedas La'achila, if it was, gro- it was being raised from meat, so there we say it's food. But if it's not being raised from meat, it is not food, it is a balchai. A balchai is muktza, an animal is muktza, it's not a keli, it's muktza. Because it's muktza, the shame muktza fell also on the milk. So the milk is muktza. Therefore, according to those shitas, this would depend on whether we hold like Rabbi Shimon or Rabbi Yehuda in muktza. Um, others say that the Isra is nolad, and this seems to be the way Rov Rishonim learn it. And since the Mishnah Brewer's hachro was that a nolad were machmer and yantif, so the milk would be aser. Others say that if you're milking into a kadeira, it is mutter altogether, even if it is a, a behema that is omed lachila, meaning if it is going into food, it's mutter even though you're dealing with um, a behema on a, on a dairy farm. The Mishtabura allows us to rely on that, where one really doesn't have what to eat. Um, all he's going to have is milchiks, and he wants to have fresh milk. Uh, and he says, in, in such a case, you can rely on it. Although he prefers that if it's being milked into food, 
that uh, you have a non-Jew do the milking. This is all the Hakdama. Now let's go see the Shulchan Aruch itself. Says the Machaber, A cow that is being raised for its meat. And you decide on Yantif, you know, instead of shechting it right away, let's first milk it and then shecht it. So the halacha is, If you're milking it into an empty bucket, Asr, it is Asr. Whereas if there is food in it, it's mutter. And to that he adds, Ukagon, when do we say that this is mashka habol ochel? Ukagon letakno. It is that you're adding the milk to make the food in there better. For example, you're milking the cow into a bucket full of cereal. Oh, sheyeshba perurin vacholav nivla behem. The food that you have there is absorbent, and the milk will be absorbed into it. If someone has a herd of sheep, and he's milking all of it, you can't take this enormous vat, put a slice of bread in it, and then milk your entire herd of sheep. It's got to be that rove, the way the Mishtabur explains it, that rove of the milk is either being used for the sake of making the, the, the ochel better, or rove of the milk is getting absorbed. At that point, Allah is, we call it mashka bolo ochel, and it's considered ochel, and it is mutter. Now, obviously, whenever we're mater milking a cow on yantif, it is with the condition that you're doing it for the sake of using the milk on yantif itself. Um, that that it's also into an empty bucket is even if you're milking it because you want milk to put into your cereal. Even though it's mashka that in your kavan is, is for the sake of ochel, that is not enough unless there's actually food sitting in, in the bucket. Mishabur, once again, he brings the taz who wants to be matir anyway, even without, without, uh, without food. Um, the taz wants to rely on the sheet of the balamor, that as long as um, you're not, uh, unless you're, you're, you don't generally go make cheese out of it, he says that, that it's going to be mutter. The Mishtabur only relies on it, but Sirif, the Ramban, who's matter altogether, Ramban B'Shem Agonim, who's matter altogether, but the Mishtabur only allows us to rely on it, Mokam Meniyah Simchis Yantif. Um, in a case of people that are milking a cow on Yantif, and we're talking about a cow that is Omid for Shrita even, but he's milking it into a bucket that is empty, the Mishnabur says that you should be Mocha, even if there's food in there, if it's not getting absorbed into the food, you should make a machod, you should protest, because as it is absolutely us. Awesome.